Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Roast is live on YouTube right now. Take it away, Bonte. Bright light said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. You enter out on uh, Elvis. Pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. How should I answer this? I'm just a devil with no despair, so Viva! Heard uh, Elvis was a thief. Well, yes, that's well known. Oh, I didn't. I mean, yeah, it's well I know it was well known. I don't know how I feel about saying that, but I heard he was a thief when it came to music. Totally know how I feel about him. Seemed like a good show, man. I heard the movie was good. I've been meeting him uh, watching movies. I'm on bucket list. I'm not the biggest Elvis fan, but he does have hitters. He does have hitters. Big catalog. I, just, I never got like growing up how you had everybody impersonate Elvis, like in Vegas and Halloween. And everybody's dressed up in Elvis. It's like very popular costume. It's yeah. It's I. Well, I mean, that's, everybody wants to be Elvis. Like it's, it's kind of weird to me. It's kind of strange. But who am I to judge? How about this? Put this spadone. I won't come back with any more Elvis rejoins. Sorry. No, no, no. You can't. I just he asked me my thoughts. My, I give my him my opinion. Elvis song is "Caught in a Trap." I think yeah. that's my favorite one. So I'd like to hear that at some point today. I'm caught in a trap. Yeah. I like the older stuff as opposed to the right. the you know early '60s stuff. And he was like they call him the king because he was that popular. That's why everyone dressed as him. Yeah. He was just such a cultural icon. That's why. Oh, is thanks. I'm just saying, you guys are wondering why people dress him <laughs> because he was one of the most famous him? people yeah. in the world. Right? No, I know. Yeah. No, I know. I, and he was I, a movie star. Yeah, I just thought you know I, I've seen movies, woke up, and you know, um, <laughs> Elvis is fine, I guess. Uh, by the way, I've had enough. <laughs> How'd you oh, like to guy. have breakfast with the morning roast? How would you like to have breakfast with the boys from the morning roast? Well, you have a chance to do just that starting tomorrow morning at seven thirty and eight thirty. We will be offering you a chance to have. Eggs and toast with the roast? Ah, I see what you guys did there. I kind of like that. Tune in tomorrow morning to learn how you can win breakfast with the roast. This contest will start tomorrow and go through next Tuesday. Two winners each day, and each winner gets to bring a plus one. Breakfast breakfast with the roast. Come on, guys. Anybody want to have salty eggs with Shasky? Anybody want to have some burnt toast with Bonte? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, you but no, scare me, Bonte. <laughs> Why do I scare you? Why not scare you? The Kings should scare you. Uh, let's, you go to, let's go to James real quick at Santa Rosa. James, what's happening, man? You're what's up, James? 
Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate no problem. you guys. No problem. So uh, I just want to talk about uh, Brock Purdy. And uh, I think he's the most underpaid athlete in all of sports. And also, my son just loves him so much. Like, he's he's his favorite player. And I feel like it's, he's got the Steph Curry effect where, like, kids know they can't throw the ball like Patrick Mahomes 100 yards down the field, but they feel like the underdog, like they could be Brock Purdy. Absolutely. A lot of kids probably feel that way. I mean, that's part of the appeal of Steph Curry is, you know, most people aren't going to be able to physically appear like LeBron or Shaquille O'Neal and dunk and jam the way they do. But with Steph, you feel like you, you, know, you can go into a, a basketball gym and see a bunch of eight and nine-year-olds who are scrawny chucking up three-pointers, right? Even though in real life, Steph Curry's usually the tallest guy in the room. Right. At 6'3". 6'3", 6'4", yep. But... You know, Purdy Purdy made some plays in this one, man. He uh, did. He made some plays. Him just, you know, with the way he walks into the stadium, he's got just a basic jacket on, some jeans. It's like he's wearing his hard hat. Like he's a manager at a construction site or something. I don't know. Um, it is kind of cool to see him make only $900,000 and lead a team to a Super Bowl. Like he wins his Super Bowl. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy won't have to worry about making $900,000. In a season ever again at the quarterback position, I can tell you that much. Well, he's already making more off the <laughs> off the field because he's in Toyota commercials. Uh, I've seen him in a variety of different uh, Levi's commercials. He, he's somehow he's made a little bit of cash in his back pocket, right. but clearly not the amount of generational wealth the other quarterbacks who were in the uh, the final four were making. Right. So Brock Purdy. I mean, look, I thought. Watching that game back, especially in the fourth quarter, especially with those scrambles in the second half, I said, man, forget Joe Montana for a second. Now, the footwork was excellent. Footwork in the mm -hmm. pocket by Brock was just next level. It was elite. Um, some of the throws he made, nice little sail route to George Kittle there. That was uh, a really was nice second he quarter. On it he just waited a second, on it. Yeah. Nice touch. Yeah, I Didn't agree. rush it. Uh, one of his best throws outside the numbers he's had all season long. But some of those scrambles and the way he finished those scrambles, I saw number eight. I didn't see number 16. And when I say number eight, I'm not comparing Brock Purdy to Steve Young. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to disrespect Steve Young as a Hall of Famer, nor am I going to disrespect Joe Montana. But if you want to compare those guys, go ahead. I, I, I really don't care. But the way he finished those runs were more Steve Young-esque. And I think when Steve Young used to finish those scrambles, and he wouldn't go down, and he would try to bowl over a defender, look, we all thought, man, you're crazy. You're our quarterback. You may get hurt here. But I understand what it does to a sideline. Yes. When the sideline and your teammates see you, the quarterback, refusing to go down and going shoulder first, head first in, I'm not sliding. I'm getting every single inch of grass I can possibly get on this play. I thought, whoa. That's Steve Young. That's not Joe Montana. That's a little bit of Steve. You know, you wanted to get into the final drive, like the the drive that put him up 10, correct? That's the one you wanted to get into? Yep. Um the third and four is the one that's going to stick out for me. You've got Shanahan kind of slowing things down. He's got a couple of CMC tosses. There's a little Debo play-action play to right. kind of calm Purdy down. It's just a simple little rollout. Boom, let me hit the guy in the flat. Um but it's third and four, and they go shotgun, and they've yeah. got CMC on one side of Purdy, and they got Debo on the other side mm -hmm. of him. And Purdy recognizes that, like, and I don't know if he told them at halftime, hey, use your legs a little more. But it just felt like something got inside Purdy's head to use his legs. That run, that third and four scramble, I don't even know how many total yards he got on that play. And then he wouldn't go down, and then he dove forward. 
It's one of the great plays of his of his young career. Twenty one yards. Twenty one yard scramble right there. Twenty one yard scramble and. Him extending plays, I thought was so underrated in his game against Detroit. Extending those plays and just making things happen, whether it was passing, whether it was running, whether it was getting extra yards, that could be a key against Kansas City because Kansas City blitzed the heck out of Lamar Jackson. But listening to the broadcast, Tony Romo and Boomer Esiason and all the panel there at CBS, they were discussing how uh, Spagnolia, the defense coordinator oh, for uh, Kansas City, who's really, really good. We've seen this guy for way too long, even with the New York Giants back in 2011. He is good at his job, maybe one of the best defense coordinators in all of football, and he doesn't get talked about enough. But they totally flipped their game plan against Buffalo to Baltimore. Against Buffalo, they said, we're not going to allow explosives. Mm-hmm. You can have all the little dick and dunk stuff. We're going to bid, 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 but we're not going to break. Baltimore, they came after Lamar Jackson. Every other play, they were blitzing Lamar Jackson. So I have no idea what they have in store for Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy's ability to extend some of these plays Mm. is going to be very key in that Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I thought that was the difference in that second half against Detroit. Sure, he made a lot of throws, made some great throws, but extending those plays and then using his legs, that was big time, man. That was the difference between him and Goff in that fourth quarter. Well, there's no doubt. And I, I thought the way Shanahan was calling plays in the entire second half, to me, we haven't given enough credit to in the yep. last 48 hours. I thought he did a great job of, number one, getting CMC and Debo just acclimated to the to, and, and getting them easy touches, whether it's everybody go deep, let's check down mm-hmm. to CMC, or here's a toss to CMC on the edge and let him use his legs and, and his vision and his jukes. And then getting Debo involved, I thought it galvanized the stadium. The stadium was reacting to Debo Samuel. And then Purdy clearly felt calm after he had a couple little screen passes to Debo. The best pass, like in, in terms of like getting momentum, was that deep one on the first drive of the third quarter, even though they didn't score a touchdown. He threw a laser downfield to Debo Samuel in traffic. That was just a dart. Absolute dart. That was on the second play of the drive. Uh, first play, they go run over to the right side. McCaffrey gets eight. And they go no huddle. Quick stuff, right? Quick game. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's get on the line of scrimmage. Let's make sure Detroit doesn't change their personnel. And then boom. He hits Debo Samuel, and that was a laser. That was that was a great wow. I felt like that throw was 150 miles an hour. He hit it right <laughs> in the heads. Debo's able to run with it. It's a 26 yard game. And all of a sudden, the stadium's got some juice there. Mm-hmm. So when you get into Detroit territory, a minute into the third quarter, you're like, okay, you're cooking with something here. So that drive right there, but the championship drive by Shanahan, and we see it at the SoFi Stadium. We've seen it at Jerry's World with Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen this in situations with Kyle Shanahan when it's time to ice a football game up. He gets a little conservative. He gets a little tight. He leads on the defense. There's 7.32 left in the fourth quarter. Stadium's buzzing. You're up 27-24. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? When is Detroit going to get the ball back? And when they do get the ball back, what's the score going to be? It's going to be 30-24. to It's going to be 34-24. What are you going to do? I thought Shanahan was brilliant on that final drive. McCaffrey seven yards. Boom. Let's go to D. Let's go to Debo for a little quick gator. Let's get the first down. Move the sticks. Let's take our time. Here you go, McCaffrey. Let's run the ball again. Let's take our time. Short little pass, McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And now you're setting up third and manageables. And he gets a scramble there. And then McCaffrey follows it up with a big 25 yard oh. run. And so that championship drive. The five-minute offense I thought was excellent by Shanahan. He didn't get out of sorts. He allowed Purdy to do what he did, and that showed the trust between Shanahan and Purdy. And so by the time Purdy with the victory formation, who's the first guy he hugs off the field? 
Kyle Shedahead to celebrate a trip to the Super Bowl. Let's let's examine that third and four uh, just for a second. Debo on one side, CMC on the other side. They're in shotgun. I'm sorry. Like I was thinking in my mind, is he going to run this ball right here? Is he going to try to run this? Like, like yep. I think in years past he does run it with Jimmy yep. G. And I'm not ripping Jimmy G. I'm just saying, like, I'm going off the history. Like, go back to all the big plays on third and fourth they had in that SoFi matchup or the week before against Green Bay or the week before that against Dallas in that 2021 right. playoff. He ran the ball on every one of those plays. And in this one, he was going to throw. And yep. Purdy ends up scrambling. I think that's the differentiator right there. He trusts his quarterback, and then his tr- his quarterback, yep. uh, you know, comes back and says, "Oh, you you trust me? Let me make a play because there's nothing else out there, and let me scramble for a big one." And yep. then the CMC run, Charlie Warner, that might have been the best block of his career. Yeah, no, that was a big time run by CMC. We'll get to George, uh, the coach, excuse me, the coach in Los Altos. That's coming up on the other side. Plus Brian Baldinger, Brian Baldinger, you know what time it is? It's Appointment Radio, Baldy's breakdowns, seven thirty here in the Roseville Breakdown Championship Sunday. <laughs> between the Niners and the Lions, and of course we'll touch on the Chiefs a little bit, and we'll have next week to break down the Chiefs as well as we get deeper and deeper into the Super Bowl breakdown here on the Morning Roast. By the way, shout out to YouTube and Twitch, brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union, a smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple application process. It's a Warriors game day. That's right. They're taking out the 76ers who lost to Portland last night. But they had nobody playing. No AB, no Maxi. I expect those guys to go tonight. I guess to go to State Warriors. It's brought to you by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G network made for streaming live sports was coming up in the game. Brought to you by Fremont Bank for Service Banking. No compromises or phone calls. 888-957-9570. We're breaking down the good, the bad, the ugly of that win on Sunday. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.